The title of tonight's post is College Students Living in Their Cars and Other Goings-On in Education Today. This is a quote from a New York Times article from 2019 by Maggie Astor. And uh, the subtitle is, It's Not Just About Money. Quote, that brings us to the bigger issue. This is not really a debate about fiscal policy. It's about whether higher education should be a commodity or a public service. End quote. I've also included this tweet from NPR uh, that states that more than one million U.S. students have held off going to college since the pandemic started. Two-year public schools are some of the hardest hit, but skilled trades programs are booming. Our country has been debating for decades what to do about the rising cost of college tuition, enormous student loan debt, the size of government grants and loans for students, and whether to make public two- and four-year colleges tuition-free. Recently, though, President Biden has taken some action. He has to date forgiven more student loan debt than any other president, $17 billion in targeted relief affecting over 700,000 people. And he extended the pandemic-related pause on student loan repayments and interest three times. The latest extension will expire on May 1st unless it is extended again. And in mid-March, as part of the short-term budget bill, Congress raised the maximum amount of a Pell Grant by $400, to $6,895. Although it doesn't sound like much, it is a 6.2% raise and the largest increase to Pell Grants in 10 years. Given rising tuition costs, though, it still isn't enough to keep students out of poverty. According to this recent article from the Progressive Magazine, quote, nearly 60% of U.S. college students reported struggling to meet basic needs, including food and housing, during the past year, with Black and Latino students both more likely to need aid and less likely to get it. State funding for public higher education has decreased, as has federal support. End quote. The story features several students who are living out of their cars in order to pay their tuition costs. Fortunately, over 30 schools across the country have started their own funding program, often called Faculty and Students Together, or FAST, funds that provide emergency money for students to keep them enrolled. The article also points out a startling figure. Quote, 40 years ago, a federal Pell Grant would cover 75% of the cost of attending a public university, but now it covers only about 30%. Increases in the cost of living and the loss of jobs during the pandemic have put students in additional financial peril, end quote. And this New York Times article from 2019, which discusses the then-Democratic presidential primary candidate's varying take on whether public college should be tuition-free, nails one of the big questions swirling about higher education today. Is it a commodity to be sold to students via interest-bearing loans or an idea like free K-12 through K-12 through public schools were over 100 years ago 
and thus deemed worthy of substantial government support. I lean toward the latter idea, that by today's standards, an education beyond high school is akin to a necessity, like K-12 through was declared over a century ago. Although the Constitution leaves education decisions primarily up to the states, our founding fathers understood that an educated electorate is essential for a participatory democracy like ours. But educating our populace has been a shockingly low process. Take this quote from the Center on Education Policy that states, High school attendance did not become commonplace until the 20th century. In 1910, just 14% of Americans aged 25 and older had completed high school, 14%. As recently as 1970, the high school completion rate was only 55%. But in 2017, 90% of Americans aged 25 and older had a high school degree. But there is what might be considered a competing thought, although I see it as complementary to our ideal of an educated citizenry. Not everyone wants or needs a formal education beyond high school. I morphed my career from law to education about 20 years ago and have loved teaching English and writing, and now I tutor writing at a community college. Perhaps it's the nature of my position but I see many students struggling with the basics of reading and writing and wonder whether their two-year degree will help them better understand our world, which to me is the purpose of any formal education, rather than using that diploma to get a job, perhaps not necessarily in their chosen field, simply to pay down their loans. I believe formal education beyond high school is a positive and should be available for as many people in our country as possible, and the more intellectually rigorous, the better. That specific type of learning is something no one can take away from you. But neither is the hands-on training for a job in the trades, like construction, electrical, or plumbing work, among others. This NPR article, published just days ago, discusses the effect the pandemic had on higher education, including two-year colleges. It turns out that many students, like many employees, are pausing to rethink the purpose and direction of their education and career and choosing a different path. Quote, since the pandemic began, more than a million students have held off from going to college, opting to work instead. Two-year public schools have been among the hardest hit. They're down about three-quarters of a million students. Skilled trade programs are the exception. Across the country, associates degree programs in fields like HVAC and automotive repair have seen enrollment numbers swell. And that's from the NPR article. Speaking of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, when Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was running for president in 2019, he often articulated interesting ideas that were different from the other candidates. He had a different way of analyzing the same issues, but generating a different perspective. I don't recall any other candidate in recent history emphasizing that our economy should support and work for those who choose not to attend college. But here's what Buttigieg said during a presidential debate. And the clip is right here from CNBC for you to watch. 
I hope you enjoy it. In the steel town on the Ohio River where I was raised, I'm guessing that most of its population did not have college degrees, but most people did have steady jobs in the steel mills, which paid enough to allow them a middle-class life. They worked hard to support their families, and many were able to send their children to college if they chose that route. My father graduated from the local Catholic college, but he didn't need that degree to work as an insurance agent or other jobs he worked before that. Yet, he was proud that he was the first in his family to graduate college thanks to the GI Bill. But now we have students whose apartment is their car because they are trying to make it through college. Although some in this perilous situation are succeeding, like the woman featured in the Progressive Magazine story, how many others are not? I'd love to hear your thoughts about forgiving student loan debt, climbing tuition prices, students living in their cars to get a degree, and whatever else strikes your fancy. Have at it in the comment section below. And as a reminder, if you are not already a free or paid subscriber, please consider joining our community today. You can subscribe with your email below. As always, thanks for reading and thanks for listening.